Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Tony Storm has a nightmare with the crowd on AEW Dynamite. A major update on Vince McMahon's involvement in WWE Creative. Ooh, we're going to tell you what AEW really thinks of wrestlers drinking blood. <laughs> and the long-missing AEW star is finally close to a return. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. All right then, on this quite slow news day uh, mm. we're going to talk about what chance what? AW died about which I don't think I've heard for a while no and it comes just like two weeks after the other rebellious chant in pro wrestling CM Punk CM Punk happened on WWE Raw when Akira Tozawa and Shinsuke Nakamura were wrestling we talked about that one at the time. Uh -huh. Today, we're talking about Tony Storm getting what chance in the middle of her segment. So this was like a pre-advertised segment. It was the championship uh, coronation or yes. inaugura inauguration, whatever word Acceptance they use. Acceptance speech. Acceptance speech, that's it, that's it. And they kind of gimmicked it up like an awards thing because like, she, so she was sitting in the crowd. They, they, uh, RJ City and Renee Paquette uh, said that she'd won the title or whatever, <laughs> whatever. Uh, it turned black and white. She, of course. She fell over, which was funny. Like, I popped at that. I yeah. think it was probably on purpose. Um, An homage to Jennifer Lawrence, perhaps. There you go. There you go. Uh, and she hit the top of the stage. She's, she goes, oh, I've not prepared anything. And that's a funny bit, pulling out the big list of paper. Um... She started going through some things, like some thank yous, and then she started speaking to all the little Tony Storms out there. You're not going to make it, which is the positive <laughs> message for the youth. Uh, Lufer was, sorry, Lufa was there, although I think he's Lufer again. Oh, I think they've changed it back, which is weird. They ruined it. Uh, <laughs> and Mariah May uh, came along as well. Oh, yeah, she presented her with the title. She yeah. did. She's doing, the, she's doing like the, the All About Eve yeah. uh, story at the moment. Uh, but during Tony Storm's sentences, towards the end, there were some what chants. Mm -hmm. She was delivering her line, the crowd went what? Blah, 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 what, blah, 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 what. Now, these were not particularly pro prolonged mm -hmm. and they were not particularly loud either. It's not like the whole arena was going, what? Like they would back in the day. Um, however, it's something a wrestler never wants because it's a sign of rebellion. Yes. It's a sign of we're not really into this, so we're going to get ourselves over with this. And, you know, anytime this stuff, it, it's kind of a product of a bygone era. We don't really talk about rebellious crowds much anymore. WWE doesn't get them. No, AEW. they've all gone to AEW. Yeah, they, yes. Like WWE, they'll go to AEW. It makes yeah, sense. It seems that way. Uh, I, I, and AEW fans haven't historically just SHAT on things. Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out how to say SHA without. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Popping the sensor. Pooped on pooped. it. Pooped. Pooped. A wee bit of a poop. Uh, 
so yeah, it's a weird thing to see happen. Um, I will say this about the Tony Storm gimmick, right? I think that it's quite healthy, regardless of whether you like something or not. It's quite healthy to listen to what other people think about it, because like you can be into like I like some of the most unpopular stuff in the yeah. world. But uh, if you're listening, you get a sense of what people are into. You can offer a more nuanced, objective take on things. Like me, for example, I'm not really into the MJF Adam Cole stuff. But I appreciate that when Roddy Strong comes on camera and goes, Adam, the entire building does it with him, mm -hmm. right? That shows that it's connecting yeah. with people and it's getting over. And you have to acknowledge that it's being effective. That's a good way to analyze pro wrestling. Tony Storm does not like sound like she's over in these buildings. No. And we're not in those buildings, so we don't have a true gauge. But I don't think this is working with the majority of live fans. At least people on the internet love it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Like you say, if you if you dare to suggest something like this online, then you'll get savaged by people saying it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And yeah, large parts of wrestling should be subjective, if not all of it. All of it should be. Um, and look, I I, I I liked the transformation into Timeless Tony Storm. I think they might be over-egging the pudding somewhat now. Um, but it made sense, arguably, to do an acceptance piece for a for a actress wrestler yeah, character who's just won gold. But also, people have the right to say, I'd really quite like to get back to the Continental Classic or just see, I don't know, maybe have two women's matches on the show instead of a gimmick thing and then the triple threat that follows. Yeah, yeah I think I think these are all uh, very, very fair points. Mm -hmm. And I think Good luck going on Twitter today though. Yeah, this is it. This is it. And always when this happens, it's been a case of, ah, oh, the crowd's taking the show hostage. But I've always been of the view um, that unless it's something really disrespectful, yes. like something really offensive, um, that, that it's on the company and the wrestlers to provide something that's entertaining enough for them to not want to rebel against it, right? It's your job to compel a reaction from the crowd. It's not the crowd's job to do anything. You have to get mm. those reactions out of them. So I think it's a, it's a tricky thing and it feels like we're sitting here recording a video in 2018. Yes. Because what chants are mostly dead and these weren't terribly loud. But do let us know what you think down in the comments I'm section below. I'm intrigued by this, yeah. Yeah, like of the what chance of Tony Storm's character in general, is it working for you? Is it not? I was really into it myself for a couple of weeks, but it's maybe gotten a bit too silly for me. But there's one guy. Check this out for a segue. Speaking of uh, Tony Storm and potentially bad creative, Vince McMahon. <laughs> God, he booked her terribly on the main roster. Ugh. Uh, his creative influence has not completely been removed from WWE, although the promotion's output is now subject to less interference, according to SI's Justin Barrasso. Uh, he's done a big report on this. Um, Triple H is now in a position where he's been emboldened by parent company Endeavor to lead WWE creative. Uh, Levesque has been knighted by Endeavor, assuming around 99.9% of creative control, which is fantastic news. Uh, Barrasso continues, there is less interference from Vince McMahon, which is not to imply McMahon is in entirely removed from the process after parts of five decades spent as the company's be-all end-all McMahon's fingerprints remain all across the company it's basically like Dettol removes 99.9% of germs that's what you got here basically um, and in his conversation with Sports Illustrated uh, Paul Levesque commented Vince taught me years ago you put yourself in the seats and you'll never go wrong you've always got to maintain that perspective I started out as a fan book what people want to feel and see and I think he's been doing a great job to be perfectly honest there, there's yeah. not been it's not a 100% hit rate by any stretch the imagination but it's it's the it's the age-old thing which i i get you know if you're a if you're a fed head it's one thing if you're a, a, an aw fan it's it's something else 
it's an incredibly low bar to clear. Yeah, like, for sure. If we sat there and, and put two episodes of Raw or SmackDown up against a show from four years ago, it is night and day, but it is also not the best wrestling show ever and there's nothing wrong with it but it has vastly improved since Vince has been removed from creative yeah definitely that's such a funny quote though isn't it that if you if you put your was it if you put yourself in the fans yeah seats you'll never go wrong it's like man I can think of a fair few times that Vince uh, didn't follow that advice yeah. but I also like the idea of Triple H sitting there going I think the fans want to see me go over so <laughs> maybe I should make a comeback <laughs> um but Triple H has obviously done a much better job of satisfying the audience mm-hmm. uh, than, than Vince did, uh, particularly in his last few years. Um, I think uh, unless you like just really love Vince's creative, uh, the past year and a half has been just really good and really positive. Yeah. And also, it's nice hearing stories about people like enjoying coming to work more often oh. and stuff. Because for years, it felt like the only WWE backstage reports we were uh, we were covering from WWE were like, they're all pissed. Yeah. Now it's a lot better. And then the numbers bear it out, not just ratings, but in terms of like, look at Survivor Series ticket sales. It's ridiculous. They basically have to gone from, oh, we're going to have the big old stage to uh, we'll just have a door that they walk through, basically. Door. And... Uh, some, someone will uh, someone will just hold up a sign that says the wrestler's name because we've got no other space. Because I think that's a sign that people are keen to attend, not just, oh, Fed's in town and I always go to the Fed, so I'll go and watch the Fed. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, an interesting uh, debate to subscribe to. And this is an interesting channel to subscribe to. <laughs> I love it. That was atrocious. Uh, but yeah, if you've not clicked the button down below, please do so. It really helps us out. We love you. We appreciate you. You can get this stuff straight to your notifications. If you ring the bell as well. Uh, ding, ding. Subscribe to the lads. Let's roll over into our next story. Beethoven. It's about, well, like, like Beethoven was into drinking blood, wasn't he? Yes, the, big fan the dog, of that. The dog um, and the composer. Uh <laughs> Do you want to know what AEW really thinks about the blood spot? What do they yeah, think? They thought it was good. Uh, so, the, obviously, Hangman Page. I almost called him Hangman Swerve there. Uh, Hangman <laughs> Swerve a team. and I wouldn't want to him, to be Page honest. Strickland, uh, the two best wrestlers. Um, what am I doing? They had a Texas death match mm-hmm. at the pay-per-view, full gear, at the weekend. And in that Texas death match, there was a spot where Hangman Page got on the floor and uh, Swerve was bleeding. So Hangman Page was like, I'm going to drip that blood into my mouth <laughs> and then I'm going to spit it out. Uh, some people thought it was the worst thing they've ever seen. I thought it was bloody awesome and really badass uh, because I am a freak. <laughs> um, pro wrestling is for the freaks. Yes. Um, so there's been a lot of debate on this spot, right? There's been a lot of silliness online. Like, you're entitled not to like... You can think it's disgusting. I, that's okay. That's cool. Like, it is disgusting. Uh, I think there's just also been a lot of bad faith takes on this one. Well, the one I saw about... The one about, oh, AEW has just killed its female audience. And it's like, how do you know that male writer? Yeah. Like, what's your metric for this? I'd love to see it. I'd love to well, see... Both of them are absolute pieces. Well, they still look better than I did. Yeah. And they were... Bleeding out of every orifice, basically. And, and it was funny because, like, literally every female wrestling pundit tweeted afterwards, going, what are you talking about? It was awesome. Yeah. Um, but I digress. There's a report here from Fightful Select uh, noting they're talking about speculation that maybe the spot was unplanned because it was so wild. Jesus. It wasn't. Of course like, not. Nah, they pitched it, they went over it, and the, the producer of the match approved it. Uh, we did a fine. report, what, six months ago that all the rules were going to change yeah. in an AW? You think that for the death match, they went, yeah, just go out there and wing it, lads. Yeah, do whatever you want, boys. Just kill each other. It's fine. Um, 
it's noted as well that the AEW in general were very happy with how the match came off. So there you go. And look, you, I, it's totally fine to not like that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if that turns you away, change the channel. Like, I'm not a deathmatch guy. Yeah, I still enjoyed it. Yeah, I loved it. But, you know, it's it's not. I'm not going to go. Oh God, that's enough. I'm yeah. never watching AEW ever again. You just go. Well, that's not for me. But I'll, you know, I can appreciate the work that's gone into it and the sacrifices that the two performers have had to make. But to be honest, on the show, I preferred this match, whatever it may be. Yeah. And there's so many, it's like SGF is always saying, there are so many flavours of ice cream, man. There's vanilla, there's strawberry, there's butter pecan, there's blood, <laughs> which is what we got here. That's what Hangman Page is into. I do. My favourite flavour of ice cream is raspberry ripple, right? Which does basically just look mm. like vanilla has been bled in it. Yeah. Bye. That's Swerve. fair. That's fair, yeah. I mean, maybe Hangman took a trip to the dairy afterwards. Oh. <laughs> I really want some ice cream for breakfast now. I hate yeah. that you've done this to me. Mint chocolate chip for me. Bit cliche, yeah, yeah. but it's 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 good, isn't it? Can we go and get some ice cream? Let us know your favourite ice cream flavour in Ooh. the section. I think the only It's place... gonna be a row about that and what chance. Yeah, man. It's My favourite flavour of ice cream is uh chocolate. What? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know your favourite yes. ice cream flavour in the section below. I think the only place we can buy like fresh ice cream from here is Burger King. So I don't, uh. I don't know about that, <laughs> but um, uh, shouts to the king. I love the king. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not chili heat wave Doritos chicken fries. Check oh my, out. oh my yet, <laughs> as you would say. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Let's move on. Uh, If you're wondering... What is this video? (laughs) Andy, if you've been wondering when Mark's going to be coming back... um, (laughs) That's it. That's it. Bye. See you later. I said he wasn't going to like it before we came in here. Mark Quinn... Uh, is finally coming back to AEW after a long injury absence, uh, reports Fightful Select. Uh, he hasn't wrestled since basically this time last year, November 30th. <laughs> He's coming back. He's come, come on, come crawling oh, back. All right, you. all right. That, uh, Christ almost fell over. <laughs> He's coming back. I was trying to make it an elaborate surprise. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like, a little, like a little jack in the... He ruined it. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, he's been out of action, uh, unfortunately, with a shoulder injury uh, since last year. He was actually backstage recently, according to Fightful Select, in AEW with a promotion. Hopefully, he'll be able to get back wrestling sooner rather than later. Now, we're, no word on whether or not Creative has him coming back very soon. Thunder Rosa's recently been cleared, and they've, they're just holding off on her return as well. So they might not decide to bring him back until the new year. But we don't know on that. But the most important thing here, um, because I love Mark Quinn and Private Party, and uh, excited to see them back, at, him and them back together in the ring. Yeah, for sure. They've like every single time I see Isaiah Caskey on screen with the Hardys. Uh, he's been doing the Brothers A thing with of them, course, of yeah. course. Uh, I, I, I'm like, oh, Mark Quinn's been gone for ages. What on earth yeah. is going on? And it seems like there's been like very few updates on on his situation. I just figured he had a bad injury, yeah. and that's the case. Uh, so yeah, good for him. Nice, nice to hear he's on the way back. Uh, I wonder what they'll do with them and the Hardy mm. private party in the Hardys when 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 he comes back to TV and stuff. Um, but yeah, they're they're like year one AEW yeah. people. They had the like you know they got off the ground against the Young Bucks, of, of course. course, and like. Yeah, they're an institution in the company. They're part of the part of the furniture, you might say. Well, no, that makes it sound like they just exist because yes. they're, they're good. Yeah, when um, we see them, I always say, "Oh my God, is that private party?" They're part of the company's identity. Yes. There you go. Excited yeah. to see Mark Quinn back in the ring with his awesome hairstyles. I love all the weird yeah. stuff that he does with that. All right, let's move over to your Twitter questions at What Culture WWE. Of course, you want to get in touch with us. First question today comes from Axel Jamo. What a name! Nice. Uh, I've not seen last night's Dynamite yet, so forgive me if this makes no sense. But could Sammy Gav? Vara be the devil. Mm, I, there is a. I know there's a popular theory that Don Callis might be the devil. Mm, that's right, what at Hamlet the thinks. He does indeed. So I, yeah, I mean that ties in with that obviously because he's in the Don Callis family. Um, I don't think they'll go down the Sammy route. I think that at this stage maybe Sammy, uh, kind of being like the secondary figure mm-hmm. to Don Callis uh, is a good role for him and his strengths as a performer. Um, I think he's very good, but. Yeah, I, I I think it's probably going to be Jad Perry. Personally. Yeah, but you heard his, we heard his laugh, didn't we, last night yeah. for the first time? It could be Adam Cole, the dynamic of like, oh, he was out there, but he got someone in production to play a clip so he wouldn't think it was him. <laughs> Imagine that. Adam Cole can't wrestle for like another six months. Yeah. We, we have the devil for another six months, brother. Oh. It, yeah. it does, I don't like seeing Adam Cole, only because it reminds me when I used to have to wear a moon boot around the What Culture office, and it was just... Oh, it was awful. And I'd like slightly tweaked my ankle. So like that time you came to move my sofa wearing a moon boot. I was like, <laughs> oh was, God. That was right. Quick story about that. So I said to yeah, yeah, I'll come around and help you. No problem. No, no, no worries. I'd not, not done any injuries. I'd not like, because I think the last time I had to wear it, I'd broken my toe playing football or whatever, yeah. right? So I was like, yeah, yeah, no worries. That morning, me and Anne Louise were just like doing a bit of tidying around the house, but it was summer, wasn't it? It was. And I we had something heavy that I had to hoy into one of our recycling bins or whatever. And I was like, oh, bloody hell, hoyed it in. <laughs> the bin bounced because it was so heavy. I can't remember what it was. And I was wearing flip-flops and it landed on my toe. And I was like, I think I've just rebroken my toe. <laughs> but I'd made a commitment. You should stick to your agreements, and actually, it wasn't that bad. I, you know, I just had a bad bruise, to be honest. It's a heavy ass sofa as well. I just, I just compl- complained more than I probably should to Anne Louise about all that. But hey, hey, lovely new sofa. Hey. So, yeah. uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah, Twitter questions. Johnny P. Caddy says, "Do you guys think AW needs an army-style faction like Bullet Club, NWO, or Aces and Eights to create a big buzz, big buzz, or draw attention back to the show? Uh, adding a more darker-style wrestler like Darby Allen, Butcher, and the Blade to the House of Black. So, like, a, I, I assume they're he's suggesting there that like the Devil is purely targeting the World Champion, whereas." You want someone who's going to completely, you know, like the NWO, just try and take over AEW, basically. Mm, interesting to think of. I like the idea of 
Uh, a more serious approach, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm into that style of wrestling. I don't like all the whimsy that's crept into AEW over the past few months. It's not my thing. Mm -hmm. If you're into that, that's totally cool. We can like different things, like we say all the time. Um, I, I personally, I wouldn't go for an NWO uh, Bullet Club style deal because my goodness are those factions uh, interference heavy. Uh, I think that th those factions in particular, I'm aces and A's, are built on the kind of tropes that AEW actually needs to get away from. Yeah, the Continental um, Classic has been the perfect antidote. Yeah, like the identity of Bullet Club was that it was like a Western interference style heavy in a promotion that, that rarely does those things. It's a bit different for New Japan these days. Like their style has changed over the mm -hmm. years and Bullet Club is like part of the fabric of, of New Japan. That's what I should have said earlier, not furniture. <laughs> Furniture's insulting. I'm sorry, private party, you're really good. Um, but yeah, I, I would like a more serious uh, yeah. stable. That, yeah, if they get a bit of buzz, that's cool. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I love, you know, NWO, Ethan Aces and Eight storyline, but I think the danger there, like you say, it, it's very interference heavy and I am kind of wearing thin. I know we've got big Survivor Series stuff, so it's worked, it applies to both promotions. I'm kind of getting a little bit bored of a super group of baby faces. Yeah. We've done that a lot this year. We I think you're right, just let's get back to, hey, why don't we just have one or more matches that finish because someone's better at wrestling than the other one. Yeah. So like when Jay White low blows someone, it has an impact rather than, oh well, we've already seen three different people trying to involve themselves in this match. And that's the thing, someone's gonna come up and make a stupid argument about the casual fan TM now, oh, but it's fair. like, if you look at the metrics, when did AEW stop growing? Stop growing when it started introducing these stupid, whimsical storylines and an abundance of interferences and daft angles and stuff. The company was growing when it was adopting more of a sport-like feel. Yeah. When it was doing fewer rankings. interferences. The rankings. And Bring them back. Man. Yeah. So, like, there's a clear turning point there. And uh, I, I, I don't really understand why so much of the card is so wacky now um, when it's clearly bad for business. Yeah. Uh, final question today comes from Ryan Kings, who says, Happy Thanksgiving from across the pond, gents. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. I wish we had Thanksgiving, I man. do too. Really jealous. I used to be all like, I'm not, I don't do the American stuff. And I was like, wait a second, a day where you just get to eat turkey and watch football? Yeah, it's like Christmas without the expense. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, maybe the meal, but, you know, I'm not it's cooking like, it. I feel like we've adopted Black Friday over here. Why don't we just have the turkey day beforehand as well? Yeah, my parents are over in Florida at the moment. Oh. My cousins and they're having Thanksgiving and sending me photos and stuff. I'm like, ah, yeah. That's what we should do every year. It's like Andy and I are going to cover the dynamite just before Thanksgiving. What? We're in America. What a coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, since gratitude knows no international boundaries, quite right, Ryan. Uh, what one thing are you most thankful for this year in the world of wrestling? And there's a little turkey emojis put there. Thanks, Ryan. I'll, I'll give you one thing from each major company. Okay. in America, uh, so WWE and AEW. Thankful for Gunther in WWE, yeah. because he uh, brings the style of wrestling that I'm really into, uh, into the big glossy world of sports entertainment, and he's been great. And they've had, the company's had a really good year, and to me, he's been the my favorite thing in it. Uh, he just brings a level of seriousness that mm -hmm. I really appreciate. And speaking of that, in AEW, I'm really thankful for the Continental Classic. Yeah. Um, I'm really thankful that we have a tournament that literally bans interferences. I think the lineup is really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, I was popping watching the reveal last night on YouTube. Every name that came out was like, oh, Claudio, Brody, uh, Roosh. It was awesome. I had a great time. Uh, I'm thankful that we can just have these 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 10 to 20 minute matches that are just pure wrestling uh, with no silliness uh, before we get into Adam <laughs> and, and all of that stuff that I personally don't enjoy. 
And I'll uh, talk about uh, my bollocks that I'm really enjoying this year, uh, and that is um, everything on NXT and <laughs> the Outrunners. Thank yes. God for being introduced to them this year. If you, what is it? If you're anything like I, if, if you're anything like, like me, me, and I, I know, know I, I am. am. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, genuinely, I, I reiterated this yesterday, but I was really hungover. Uh, I'm thankful for everyone who supports the podcast, and especially people who came to our live show uh, just the other night. You'll be able to see the footage of it on our podcast YouTube channel very soon. What Culture Wrestling Podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, if you're listening, listen to that. And hopefully, we'll do more of that sort of thing. But yes, thank you to everyone, because... Oh, well, not only with the podcast, but this YouTube channel. Without you, we wouldn't get to do this, and it's a ridiculous job, so thank you. To make videos like this. Huh? Peace. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 